0: Welcome back to Jamie D and Big Newt. I'm Jamie D'Amico. He's Big Chris Newton. We come at you weekly to bring you the latest talk on the Buffalo Bills. So glad you could join us. Sitting there across from me, the very happy man is Big Chris Newton. And I got to ask, after that throttling of the Pittsburgh Steelers, how you feel
1: I'm feeling real good, man. Hey, we played the scrub and we killed the scrub like they was, man. And we were sitting there texting, the river fish. You know, usually I put my phone down, um, but hey, we was texting, we was interacting with our uh, listeners, and it was just a beautiful thing, man. I have after the third play of the game, 98 yard touchdown. I mean, I had no worries. So <laughs> it was a fun Sunday. It was a fun stress free Sunday. And as Bills fans, we don't know too many of those. So it was a good weekend. They did exactly what they needed to do. They needed
0: to beat down a lesser opponent, which is something that last year, midseason, they didn't do. They lost that game to Jacksonville. And I was thinking in the back of my mind, we're going to find out if this team is more mature than it was last year. And I think the answer is very clearly yes. Also, Big Newt, check this out. Yes sir. For the first time since the 1993 playoffs, I have now attended back-to-back Buffalo Bills games. I was up in Buffalo for the for that Steelers beatdown in person. And how was that, my friend? Oh, that was awesome.
1: Yeah? Yeah.
0: I haven't been to a game in Buffalo in quite some time and it was my wife's first ever game. At New Era, I mean Highmark or The Ralph or Rich. What what are we calling it these days? (laughs) (laughs) But it's a much different game day experience than going to see them when they're on the road. It's just, it's so much more intimate. It's so much more energetic than other stadiums. It's just so much fun. And my 11-year-old nephew, it was his first ever game. So it was awesome to see him kind of soaking it in.
1: I'm about to say, how did he take everything in? Was he excited the whole time? Was he like, oh, I'm ready to go at the halftime? Or how was he? Uh, He
0: got bored by the fourth quarter. Uh, He had a friend there with him, and that was probably a good thing to sort of keep him interested. He really wanted to go to the team store and come about the fourth quarter. I'm like, all right, let's go, guys. Let's go walk around the team store. I I bought them a pennant. I wanted oh, to nice. memorialize their first ever game, and now they have something to remember for it.
1: Nice. Nice. You was a good uncle, man. That's good stuff. I am a good uncle.
0: My nephew's an asshole, but I'm a great <laughs> uncle.
1: <laughs> it looked like um, it was cloudy earlier part of the day. I don't know what time you start tailgating and whatnot, but it looked like uh, from the pictures that Sal Capaccio was posting, and it was like cloudy early on, and then it cleared up. It was
0: uh, it was on and off. The sun would peek out every once in a while. I would say the majority of the afternoon was probably cloudy, but we still saw some sun, and it was nice and warm when the sun came out. So it was. There's really nothing negative you can say about going to a Bills game in October that isn't freezing, isn't raining. It was it was good. It, it was really it was really a great time, and to witness a 98 yard touchdown in person. Is just so exciting.
1: I it's bet that was so... crazy.
0: Oh, yeah. Place went nuts. And I got to tell you, by the second half, place was not going nuts anymore. People were just like, all right, let's just get off the field without injuries. Right. <laughs> and could Josh Allen please stop running with the ball?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah.
0: You had yourself a big weekend, Right.
1: Yeah, uh, Simone was on home, like I talked about last week, Simone was on homecoming court, so, you know, we heard her uh, sophomore uh, classmate, you know, then we went out to the game, Uh, Cosby actually won homecoming, that's like their second or third win of the year, so it was good, man, it was fun, man, so, you know, I was homecoming king. Back in 1990, so it, it kind of played it back a little bit, you know, so it was cool to see her happy and all her and all our friends enjoying the weekend and then she went to the dance and yeah, it was pretty good, man. And, you know, a good weekend. I was thinking about sports while because I'm thinking, OK, man, like when Notre Dame wins, Notre Dame upset BYU number 16 out of Las Vegas and Buffalo with a big win. Hey, that's good enough for me, man. Eat a couple of chicken wings and, you know, that's good enough for the newster. <laughs> so I had to think about it. I apologize.
0: Oh, no, that's that's quite all
1: right.
0: Um, one of the things that happens, so the listeners know, we do not script any of this. We just start speaking, and we catch each other off guard sometimes. <laughs> and then we take out
1: all the bloopers. You do a great job editing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like that. That's going to get edited. yeah. <laughs> You crack me up. Oh, my God. That was so much in my ear, too. I need to turn
0: it I'm off. so sorry. I even turned away from the microphone.
1: <laughs> that was so loud. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> I even turned away. God, I'm sorry.
1: No, that's fine.
0: So we typically do three things we like, three things we don't like about the game that was. And let's be honest here. There... When, when the Bills beat a team by 35 points, there can't be an awful lot you dislike. So, let's ah, just...
1: That, 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 that. There's some stuff I didn't like. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, man. I got a couple things. I got a, It was good, but I got a couple things I can nitpick.
0: Well, we nitpick I was going to say, let's just keep it positive, but okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to hear it.
1: Let's talk about the good stuff. Let's We could gush over it for a few minutes.
0: Okay, let's lay down the things that we liked in succession right here. Okay. All right. You know what I liked? What did you like? Bills turned up the run after the catch. The okay. RAC yardage, the Bills are now up to fourth in the NFL after being dead last last year.
1: No. Okay, and
0: and you one. saw that okay. during the game. Loved it.
1: Okay. I like uh, 10.2 yards per play. We have 552 total yards on 52 plays. That's third best all-time in the game in NFL history. Whoa. I know, right?
0: Uh Uh-huh. And I liked that the Bills just took care of business. They confused a rookie quarterback. He didn't have a good day. And I'm going to say, as far as the defense goes, couldn't run against him. Najee Harris averaged under two yards a carry.
1: Love that. Yep, that's pretty good. I liked our rookie class. I feel yeah. like the 2022 class all did something well. Shakur had his first touchdown. Elam had a pick, and then our running back, James Cook, got his first touchdown. Man, he looked like the real deal on that run too, right? He did, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he I mean, cut it back. He looked smooth. He looked confident. Yeah, he did. He looked the part, man. I was quite happy and surprised. So yeah, our rookie class all contributed, and I like that, man. I like the fact that we could clear the bench. It would have been fun. Let me ask you something. Yeah. When Josh Allen got taken out in the fourth, were you happy about that? Oh, I was thrilled. Okay. Yeah. All the right. when the second half
0: came around. I I was saying to everybody around me, this needs to be a Case Keenum game. I do not want Josh Allen out there because he's got too much dog in him. Like, when he sees open space in front of him, he can't help himself. He just – he starts running. He starts taking hits. He doesn't slide. He just – he's too
1: competitive. Save him from himself. Get him off the field. Oh, save him from himself. Okay, that's fair. I was thinking the same thing, but it's like, okay – You had a masterful first half. And it's kind of like, dude, you threw for 300 yards in the first half. What if you played the whole game? You threw for 600 yards. Because, once again, in the back of my mind, I want to win. I want to keep him safe. But I also want him to get MVP. So, do I want him to have like a two a game, like two a half? You know what I'm saying? Four, 500 yards and five, six touchdowns. I kind of wanted that. So, I I hear you. 424 and four touchdowns with 40 yards rushing. That's a great game. Great right? game. It's That's the second best
0: game. game or second best passing yardage game in the history of the Buffalo Bills behind yeah. only Drew Bledsoe.
1: Yes. So it's kind of like I just want him to half of me and it, not the whole thing, but half of me was like just leave him in here so he can just blow the top off. You know, but we we're going to talk about the Kansas City game. He has another opportunity this week going head to head with uh Patty Mahomes. So We'll see. But half of me was like, ah, I just wish he could just, yeah. Just like the uh drop pass uh Morris had on the uh
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, the tight end, you know. You that's really it looks like a run, but it's really a pass because Josh Allen is throwing it in front of him. And so uh I wish he would have fumbled. That would have been another touchdown. So I, I just wanted him to put up monster numbers. And, and don't get me wrong, he did, he did put up monster numbers, but I just wanted him to like go for five hundred. That would have been awesome. Sure, I, I I can't say I totally
0: disagree. I would have liked to have seen that too, but you know, man, it's a long season, and I I want to win the war, not just yeah. the battle.
1: Right, right. It's a marathon and not a sprint. So I'm just saying again, once again, man, I'm in the weeds right now. I'm nitpicking. <laughs> You know, because I'm talking really – I'm contradicting myself because if he would have got hurt, then I would have been pissed off. So, you're right. It's just like, ah, I want him to just really go for 500 yards, six touchdowns. But he's leading the NFL in passing at this point. So, once again, I just – If he could just take care of Mahomes this week, I feel like he could be the clear front runner. And hopefully Dallas could beat the the Philly this weekend and uh, Hurts won't be talked about as much. So we got some intriguing games coming up.
0: And I need to give you one more thing that I liked. Okay. The running backs actually had some pretty good average yards per carry. Yes, they did. Singletary averaged seven. Yep. Uh, James Cook, 7.8. Zach Moss, seven yards on his one
1: run. Yep. That's beautiful. That is wonderful. You know, we run the ball 18 times, 120 yards, 6.7 yards per carry um, as a team. So, yeah, we ran the ball well uh, for the few times that we did. So, I mean, but the way Josh Allen was throwing the ball and the way everybody was catching, man, I tell you. And like I said, secure, man, three three catches, 75 yards, one touchdown. He had one drop. That I remember offhand. Um, it was terrible. But, yeah, I mean, that dude, and then when you could just take the top off the defense, Gabe Davis, three catches, 171 yards, yeah. two touchdowns. One of them is a 98-yarder. Was that the the second uh, longest play ever in Bill's history, I believe? Or Okay, so for him to do that, it just was remnants of the playoff game, and we're going to need that against Kansas City. Absolutely.
0: Um, loved seeing Isaiah Hodgins get out on the field and get four receptions. Yes,
1: he did. The next man up, man. Good so, for
0: the young guy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Four catches, uh, forty-one yards, man. So, next man up. Next man up. That's the thing.
0: Another you. thing that I liked. Mm-hmm. Terrell Dodson gets on the field. Yes, he did. Tied for the team lead in tackles yes, and he had did. a sack.
1: Yes, he did. Seven solo tackles, 11 total, uh, with one sack and a tackle for loss. Man, can't ask for much more. Once again, next man up when we have a couple injuries at that position. Edmonds didn't go. And I, what I liked hearing from the post game was that I feel like uh, what McDermott was saying post game, if this was what I took from it, I don't know if others did, but I took from it the fact that if it was Kansas City this week, The Edmonds and you know other guys would have played, so Mm -hmm. that's good that we could give guys rest during the season, get healed up, because that's what we're battling with. We've talked about that from the beginning. I mean, like you just said, that you said it so eloquently that it's not a marathon; it's a race. Um, It's it's not a sprint. I'm sorry, it's not a sprint; (laughs) it's a marathon. Oh, I just gave a Michael Jordan. (laughs) That was horrible. That was horrible. It's not a sprint. Okay, it's a marathon. And so we got to play the long game, right? It, yes. And so we got to keep guys healthy. And that's part of the game too, not just winning and getting the number one seed, but making sure come January that we're healthy. And and right now at the quarter of a season, man, we're, we're going to get there. Hopefully, Hopefully the Miami game was the worst of it, you know?
0: Yes. And it took a lot for the Bills to finally lose that game. And like we said, after that one, chill out, everybody. It's going to be okay. It was just mm. one game. And I, I do want to make one more mention of the next man up philosophy. DeMar Hamlin had himself a game. He was everywhere on the field. Yes, if you're if you're watching the Bills on defense and you see number three out there, that's Hamlin. And they're going to need him to play well. He's, he's subbing in for Micah Hyde, who's one of the best in the business. And, and what, I I'd loved seeing it.
1: And what about Saran Neal? Four pass breakups. Oh, that's right. Yeah. All in the fourth quarter. All in the fourth quarter, man. Yeah. So other guys got in. They stepped up, man. I really liked it, you know. What didn't you like? Uh, What I did like, special teams. mm. Blocked field goal, not good. And then we fumbling the ball all on the two-yard line to begin with. Now, don't get me wrong. Getting a 98-yard touchdown pass, that was great, but we shouldn't have been in that situation in the first place. Right. So I did not like our special teams. And this is something I haven't heard from anybody. This is my take. And I could be wrong. Hit me up on Twitter if you say, Big Newt, you wrong. I didn't like Case Keenum. No? No. Didn't like him. I wanted Barkley out there. I was like, "What? What am I watching?" Oh, you stop it. He was two <laughs> for five for eight yards. I would have liked for us in the fourth quarter look more adequate. Sure. Um, I mean, once again, I mean, I'm in the weeds right now, y'all. So hey, I get it, you know. But I, I just need Case Keenum to look like because now I'm not. Knock on wood. If Josh Allen gets hurt, like. Has Case Keenum proven that we could, because once again, they always say your backup quarterback is supposed to be what? It's supposed to get you at least half your wins that they start. Mm -hmm. So can we go 500 with Case Keenum? Have we seen that yet? I don't think we
0: have. He does not look particularly competent this season.
1: Yeah. So why not Barkley? Like, that's all. all I've seen Barkley ball out. I want to see Case Keenum balled out. And so I'm just like, I really haven't seen it. So yeah. it wor- that worries me. Okay. But maybe I'm nitpicking. I, ain't, I haven't heard anybody else talk about that. But Case Keenum in that fourth quarter, I'm like, okay, I want to see you. If Josh Allen is tearing a butt up, you should at least look better. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's all. But Yeah.
0: I think that... Khalil Shakir needs to get out of his head a little bit. So you saw in back-to-back plays, he had all that open space down the sideline, and he took the ball from somewhere just a little bit outside of the hash mark, made a beeline for the sideline, and ran out of bounds before he ran 40 yards downfield. What are you doing, Khalil? Right. Open your eyes, realize you got nobody in front of you, and just you know, angle toward the sideline. Don't just, for no reason, run out. Bounds fair. and then the very next play, he was clearly in his head because he dropped a pass that was right on his hands. So, yeah, this this was such a masterful beatdown of an inferior opponent that these are the things that we're talking about. <laughs> oh
1: man, yeah. how the chickens have come home to roost for <laughs> us. Elam Elam um, had ten tackles, seven of them solo. Uh, one pass deflection. But I feel like that uh, Pickens was giving him the business early on.
0: He was. George you know? Pickens was a problem out there.
1: Dude, that dude was catching everything, bro. I give him props. And I and, I, and to that note, also, Kitty Pickett, I feel like he played well for his first start against mm-hmm. the number one defense of the league, 327 yards. He threw a pick. But I tell you, he he looked competent, I, I think. It, it's interesting because they – they're really spoon feeding
0: him, and they're giving him basically—it's like one read. Like he, he always throws to his first read, and he stares that person down. But he wasn't supposed to start this early, so they're trying to make it easy on him. And okay, the Steelers' offense didn't really move the ball, but he looks like he's got moxie
1: out there, doesn't he? He does. He does. He did he, I I feel like he didn't. It didn't look like he was getting rattled that much. No. Um, uh, he do, 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 We hit him what seven times, sacked him three times. So, I mean, he he looked like he knew what he was doing, and they did a good job, like you just said, spoon feeding him. Uh, he didn't have to play outside. it don't feel like he played outside himself, mm-hmm. and he rose to the occasion. I mean, once again, he didn't get in the end zone, but how many people do get in the end zone against us? Um, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, he looked apart, man. So, they the Steelers, I mean, they should feel good about the future with him so far, what you've seen.
0: And I think George Pickens has a really bright future. They they were throwing at uh, Kyer Elam on pretty much every play. Mm-hmm. They were going after Elam. And Elam did have a hard time with the physical size of right. George Pickens. Pickens was using his body to box Elam out, and right. Elam didn't really have an answer for it. Pickens is a Big physical guy, and you really notice it when you're down near the field. I was, uh, I was in the 100s, like section of, 108, so I
1: was down of close. Of course you was. I didn't expect you be in the crow's nest. Of course you were. <laughs> <laughs> you got to see him all up close. Probably high five them and everything.
0: Not quite, but that would have made for a great day. <laughs> anyway, it, it's interesting when you see what the camera doesn't pick up, which is they. They obviously saw on tape that Pickens could out-muscle Elam. And I'm interested going forward to see how that shapes up because mm, Valdez Scantling, big-bodied dude. I'm wondering if they're going to try to find ways of getting him matched up with Elam next Sunday against KC.
1: Yeah, I agree, man. And what makes Pickens so special, not only his size and speed, but his catch rate is. Mm-hmm. You know, you could throw it anywhere around him and he's going to get his paws on it, And that makes it to where, you know, you could go to him early and often and you don't have to necessarily be on target as much and as accurate. Um, you can get off your point and still get the ball to him and you know he's going to come up with it. What else are you thinking about
0: from this past game before we move on to our trends of the season so far?
1: Well, according to Joe DiBiase, Josh Allen is on pace for 5,600 yards passing and uh, 47 passing TDs, 765 rushing yards, and six rushing touchdowns. If those things happen, once again, the first quarter of the season, if he keeps up this pace, uh, he will surpass Peyton Manning as the uh, single-season record holder in the NFL with 54 100 yards passing. So let's keep an eye on that. Let's see if we can keep pace. Um, If you look at some of the team, like the passing, I mean, uh, defenses that we play, and we're going to talk about the Kansas City game, so I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but Kansas City is like middle of the pack against the pass, Mm -hmm. right? And because Josh Allen tore up the uh, teams that we played, all the bottom teams are all the teams we played. Huh? In passing defense?
0: Yeah. Interesting. And
1: is that because the Bills put them there? Yeah, basically, (laughs) because we tore them up. The uh, bottom three teams in the NFL in passing is right now is Tennessee, Pittsburgh, and Baltimore, and then it's Atlanta, and then it's Miami. Oh, yeah. Boy, the Bills will kill you statistically, huh?
0: Yeah. Yep. Mm Hmm. Well, that, that, that's a great statistic and, and a perfect lead-in to where we're going next, which is we're going to talk about the trends that we're seeing from the Buffalo Bills to this point in the season. We're about just one game more, maybe a fraction of a game, more than a quarter of the way through the season. And we're starting to understand who the Buffalo Bills are here. And the Big Newt and I are going to discuss what we're observing along the way and how this may affect what we see from the team as the season progresses. So, buddy, I would like to start here. Here's a trend I'm seeing. All right. The Bills running game is not where it needs to be so far. At this point, the Bills running backs are averaging fewer yards before contact than any team in the NFL. And it's a combination of bad run blocking and bad decision making by the running backs. And as so eloquently put by Eric from Cover One, you need one unit to pick up the other. If you're not blocking well, then the running backs need to run well. And if the running backs aren't running well, you need to block well for them. Neither of them is lifting up the other unit. And it's a problem that they're going to have to figure out.
1: I agree. And uh piggyback off that I saw on ESPN that uh sixty five point three percent win we have a sixty-five point three uh win rate in run blocking, which ranks thirty two in the league. Ooh. So that's not good. No. <laughs> oh my god, that's a that's a damning statistic. Yeah, yeah. So I agree with you the uh the run game is affected by the run blocking up front, and I don't know. You know, on the rumor front, I know this weekend it was talking about uh, Buffalo Bill interested in the training and getting Christian McCaffrey to see his availability. Um, and I know a lot of people were thinking, you know, in the summertime that we were going to go get Barkley. I don't think with the way the Giants are playing right now that that'll ever happen at this point. Um, But, yeah, I mean, that's the weakness, and we've seen that, and it continues this week. That Although our average was pretty decent this week uh, versus the run with everyone, if we could continue that, maybe we could change that trend. But, yes, after the first five games, it it was a very uh, minute uh, average.
0: One of the big issues in that is the blocking of – the new addition to the Bills' offensive line, that being Roger Saffold, who Joe Buscalia of The Athletic has rated as his worst-performing Buffalo Bill on the season. And all he could say about Saffold after this last game is he was adequate. That's not Hmm. good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: That means we're just putting up with you. Right. Yeah. However
0: there are other trends going on with this team that are far more positive.
1: Yeah, we got we got a lot of them. I mean, statistically, I would say this we would we would have gave a right pinky toe, okay, to be where we are statistically in the league. We're number 1 offensively and number 1 in passing offense. Uh Josh Allen is like we just said before is leading the league in passing. Um defensively, we're number 2 behind uh San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So, if we can keep those things up, I mean, we'll be there, you know, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, we got some good things going. Um, we got two people that are in the top 10 in sacks in the NFL. That's great because what we talked about in the summertime, we need to get a pass rush. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we're looking good there. So, we definitely have some things statistically as far as things we're in the league, team-wise, that we're, we're good and we can piggyback off of the uh, win game.
0: Yes. Speaking of defensively, a a trend that I specifically want to discuss is the vast improvement in run defense that we've seen this year. And I can't say it enough, Daquan Jones, the guy doesn't necessarily put up a lot of statistics, but he absolutely torpedoes the other team's interior offensive line. Mm Mm-hmm. There is film out there. I, I know I mentioned cover one. I'm going to mention them again. They already have film from this past week. This guy has been out there taking on double team blocks and throwing them around and putting himself in in the rushing lane that that the other team is trying to hit with the running backs. It's been gorgeous to watch. This is what star Lutulele was supposed to have been and never right. came close to it.
1: I agree. And it's like, and I don't know if you noticed during the game, um, and I didn't follow up with this Jordan Phillips. I know he went down with a hamstring or something mm-hmm. during the game. Did he ever return back? I don't think he did. Right. And I haven't heard anything about it. That's why I was like, ah. But I tell you, yes, uh, Daquan Jones is doing what we thought the star would be doing for us. And I agree. uh, It was good to see Ed Oliver back on the field. So I love our deep tackle rotations. Um, Obviously, we talked about the pass rush, but we could be stout in the middle. That's what we were lacking, and that's why we used to give up a lot of runs. So I totally agree with you. We look 100% better on that front.
0: And they're doing it with only four men on the line of scrimmage. That's the other thing, which because they're playing so well, it's making the linebackers look like world
1: beaters have you ever seen matt milano play better than he has this season and that's what i was about to say i feel like he's been getting shafted when it comes to honors but now i think there's no way you could deny him as long as we keep winning i can't see him not being a pro bowler and an all pro player this year off this defense i agree i
0: i know he doesn't have the name recognition around the league that maybe he should have but i mean i've been saying this since his second year that this is This guy's the real deal. And I've been shouting it from the hilltops. I almost got a Matt Milano jersey. Yeah. To put this into perspective, I've never owned a jersey.
1: You never get jerseys. I don't (laughs) have
0: any Bills gear except a
1: hat. I know. You don't believe in paraphernalia. So that's why I'm telling our listeners for you to even consider purchasing a Matt Milano jersey, that's big. You're unlike (laughs) me. I got about 10 jerseys in there. So.
0: I know one time I put on uh, one of your jerseys of a player that shall go unnamed, and it was like I was wearing a dress that came all the way down to my
1: ankles. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. He's been, he's been around a lot lately, too. Yeah, what that, is it with that guy? Why can't he just go away? He's been around. I guess he's trying to rehabilitate himself, man. So Yeah, good luck. You know what? We're going to talk. I don't think we've ever talked about this, so... Uh, I I have a uh O.J. Simpson jersey, and I remember I wore it to the bar. Like the last time I wore it, I wore it to the bar, and I asked all you all, "Are you all cool with me wearing this, or do you think I'm being a you know a hole for wearing this?" And everybody was like, "Oh no, you know it's cool." And it's kind of like, well, I don't support him now, and I don't support his endeavors after the '90s and all that. But he's like the best running back, one of the best running backs in NFL history. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's all about supporting the player and not his endeavors after that. You know what I'm saying? So, But I just didn't ever want to offend anybody right? Uh, or piss anybody off because of that, because I get it. But it's like that was my favorite jersey, and it still fits.
0: <laughs> it's and nice it's, looking.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and I'm like, man, this is how long. And, and I think sometimes. When you wear jerseys, then you're saying how long you've been a fan. Because once again, we talked about fans and how long you've been a part and show your realness. Well, I got the old school OJ Simpson. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's like an apex jersey or some stuff. Like, it's old school. You know what I'm saying? So, that's how long I've been a Buffalo Bills fan. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I think it's kind of like you're wearing a badge of honor. I think part
0: of the reason you can get away with it is because people know you. You know, when you ask your friends, people know that you're not doing it to be a butthole. Mm -hmm. At the same time, I saw a few of those jerseys at the Bills game this past weekend. I also saw them last weekend in Baltimore. And I was under the distinct impression that people were wearing it to be jerks. Mm. I was kind of like a couple people, their attitudes just in general, they had this air of yeah, I'm wearing this whatever. What are you going to say to
1: me? Right. And
0: like that's that's right. not how it's supposed to be.
1: Right. And it's like, you know, like you teach your children, you know what I'm saying? Hey, if somebody, if you got to ask me, oh, is this dress too short? Or, Dad, is this offensive? Then most likely you shouldn't wear it. And most of <laughs> the time I don't. So I got to follow my teachings of my children. Uh, most of the time I don't. So, yeah, reach out to us, man. Let us know what you think. Do you think if you – and another thing I want to uh, say that too is like, yeah, you say you know me, but people who see me at a game, if I have been at the game with you all and you just see me from – another row or something they don't know me so Mm, they might be looking at me like oh you they'll probably just assume that i'm being a butthole you know they don't know you
0: yet give them 10 (laughs) minutes they're gonna come by and become your best friend because that's how it goes for you
1: well if they came and like man why you wearing that jersey you know and i'm like yeah here let me buy you a beer and then we'll chop it up and then hey maybe we will be friends you know (laughs) (laughs) because that's certainly what probably happened but yeah reach out to us on twitter at big underscore new. Let me know what you think. Do you think I should retire the OJ Simpson jersey? you think it's offensive? Or, you know, let me know. I, I I love to hear people's opinions about it. So you brought up, I and I can't let this pass,
0: you brought up the whole thought of asking, is this dress too short? If you're asking the question, it probably is. So how short are your dresses before you feel uncomfortable leaving the house in them?
1: I'm not talking about me. Wait, I'm you're talking not? about Simone? No, I'm talking about like Simone. You know? Oh, okay. If it was up to me, if it was up to me for homecoming, Simone would have wore like a dress down her ankles. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> but of I course.
1: get it. She's wearing a dress like all her friends were. You know what I'm saying? It, it looks no different. You know? Well, I,
0: I saw the picture of her and she looked totally appropriate.
1: Well, thank you. I appreciate it. But as a father, you know, I always look to look at things through different color, color goggles. So. Right, You know, if it was up to me, she'd look, you know, she'd be all covered up and everything. But I get it. She's wearing what everybody else wear. Uh, You know, and like I always tell you, you know, you got to compromise on things. So, yes, Um, pick your battles. You got to pick your battles. So, you know, I don't know. Right. It's just it's hard to see, you know, and one day, you know. If you have children or whatnot, you'll probably feel like this too is, you know, one of those moments where dang man, you know, my my babies are getting, you know, grown. So <laughs> you know. But I'm happy though. Know. But yeah, I tell them that all the time. If you gotta ask, most likely you, you know, it's probably not if you got a question, it, it's probably not appropriate. So that's why I'm wondering about the jersey. But how do huh. we get on that?
0: Oh gosh. I, I forgot we even got on it. We'll I'm run trying the to tape circle back it back like four minutes to figure that one out.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to bring it, I'm trying to bring it back around, but I don't know why we yeah.
0: We, right. Well, anyway,
1: we're, we, we're talking about the
0: trends that we have been spotting this season and talking about things that look like they're going to carry forward. So we did talk about the run after the catch and how the Bills are ranked fourth in the NFL right now after being ranked 32nd last year, they were dead last in yards after the catch. This year, it's it's making a difference in Josh Allen's numbers, as you can clearly see. But I think Ken Dorsey is a, a big difference here. And also Josh worked on it in the offseason. But still, I, I will say this. He's accurate. He's not like a flawless ball placement guy, though. So I don't know if the Bills are going to maintain this position, I feel like they're going to come back to the middle of the pack over the course of the season.
1: Come back to the mean? Yeah, I think so. Remember we talked about that last week. <laughs> come back to the mean, or is it the median? It's the or mean. Or the mode. It's one of those three. <laughs> <laughs> Something we learned attention. in math. Exactly. I didn't pay attention. But, yeah, I feel like, yeah, as the season bears out, it always comes back. So um, I just think it's one of those things we got to keep our eye on.
0: I will. I, I will agree with that. I, I think that it's something that they they need to keep working on. And I I, I can also say that the ninety eight yard touchdown to Gabe Davis probably
1: skewed those numbers a little bit. But hey, maybe there's right. more of those to come. Hey, it might be. If you look at our schedule, man, I tell you, we got two tough ones the next three weeks: at Kansas City and then uh, Green Bay. So. um it, my thing is, and you know me, I always break it up in quarters, right? So mm-hmm. our trend is right now four. We're four and one, and this is the hard part of the schedule, right? So the next four weeks, if we should be three and one, the next four weeks after that, three and one, then three and one, right? So if we do that, then we can wind up being fourteen and well thirteen and four at worst. And that sounds like a number 1
0: seed, doesn't it?
1: That sounds like a number 1 seed and I don't even think that's going to happen. I don't nope. think that's going to happen. No. If as long if we're talking about trends now. Yeah. We I mean, we we we're 4-1 on and can't can, not to make excuses once again, but we lost to Miami because of injuries. Okay. So, really in my eyes we're really undefeated. You know, mm. and I don't know a lot of people might not look at it like that, but I mean, we we blasted Los Angeles. We blasted Tennessee. We beat Baltimore. And we blasted the Steelers, who we lost to last year. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's one thing we said pre-game. We got to beat the Scrubs. Okay? I don't want no Scrubs. <laughs> so we, we beat Pittsburgh, right? So we got a lot of Scrubs coming up towards the end of the schedule. So as yeah. long as we take it and we beat the, we beat the brakes off Pittsburgh, right? Yes. So, so okay. Chicago is a scrub, all yep. right. Detroit is a scrub, mm-hmm. all right. There's a lot of okay teams like New England. They're okay. They're okay. Miami. Uh, Miami. I don't, we don't know where they're going. They're down in that third string quarterback. We don't even know if two is going to come back. He probably shouldn't. So we got New England twice. We got Miami again. Uh, Cleveland. All right. The Jets twice. Jets, uh, they look good, but I I can't see us losing to their quarterback. They got some talent, but I think they're going to need time. So we got those two uh, twice. So Kansas City and Green Bay, I'm looking at it. We're we're favored by three points against Kansas City. This is the first time, give you a little nugget. This is the first time that Mahomes has been an underdog at home. Wow. Okay. And we're three-point favorites. And so we said it at the beginning of the summer. We was like, every game, as long as we continue to be what we are, <clears throat> we're going to be favored. So we're favored against Kansas City. I, I we, Then we got the bye week. I think we're going to be favored to Green Bay even if we lose to Kansas City. You think so? Green Bay looks bad, bro. Green Bay don't look good at all. That's and, true. Aaron Rod, and Aaron Rod, and not only do they not look good, but he's pissy. You know, it's just the smirk face and all that. It's I, don't, I I can't. He just seems like a bad teammate. Yeah, like you just got. I understand you can't get rid of him because he's Aaron Rodgers, but it's it just look like a uh, I don't know. I don't want to curse, but it looks like a it looks like a shit show. Like it just I don't know. And did you see his post-game? He was like, oh, we shouldn't be talking about – I believe in bringing things to fruition without words. We shouldn't be talking about next week and all this stuff. And I'm just like (sighs) – I don't know. I just – I can't see us losing that game. I mean, Kansas City could go either way. I think we're going to win because I don't know if you watched the game last night. I wasn't able to. I went to a concert. You went to a – I saw you said that on Twitter. You went to a concert? Yeah. Who concert did you go
0: to? It was The Killers with Johnny Marr opening. And not really bands that I'm into, but when a buddy of mine came along is like, "Hey, I got free
1: luxury box seats." I'm like, "Well, I'm in." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so you got friends that give you free luxury box. Well,
0: this guy's particularly well connected in in the uh in the world of sports and arenas around DC, so
1: Gotcha. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I mean, watching Kansas City last night, their offensive line looked okay. Uh, the defense, like we said, is 24th in the league against passing defense and passing defense. So I think we need to take advantage of that. Their offensive line was okay. So I think we could get the Mahomes more than I think the Raiders did. The Raiders got to them three or four times. I think we'll be able to get to them. So don't get me wrong. I feel very good about this game just as I did last year. Okay? <laughs> I did. I felt good about it last year um, at this time. And we won. And then uh, in the playoff game, I mean, it was the coin toss that beat us in my eyes. And I think we're going to prove that this weekend on a national audience. I look for Josh Allen to outduel Patty Mahomes. And if he does that, then I think he can really secure uh more momentum for the MVP award. But but for you to bring in a 24-ranked pass defense against our offense, I don't think that I think that's going to be key to the game.
0: To me, the key to the game is going to be Chris Jones matching up against uh against the offensive guards for the Bills, because I'm not sure that they can handle him. If they do, then I, I think the Bills are good to go because I think the Bills receivers match up against the the back end of the Chiefs defense really well. And the Bills cover tight ends well. Travis yes. Kelsey, I'm not saying that they're going to take him out of the game because you can't. He's too good. And Patrick Mahomes, okay, Patrick Mahomes is a Hall of Famer. Let's just call a spade a spade here. He's it is he's already a Hall of Famer. He is, yep. So he's gonna do great things. They're go. They're going to put up points. I just feel like the Bills want this one so bad.
1: Right, and that's how we felt this time last year. It's probably more important to us than it is to them to prove a point. Um, as far as going back to what you said about Chris Jones, I feel like we we were able to contain Aaron Donald. Yes, and I don't think Chris Jones is Aaron Donald. So. I think there's things we can scheme just like we did against the Rams to negate him. I mean, he's going to do him just like Kelsey's going to do what he does. Last night he had four catches for 20 yards and four touchdowns. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think Milano and our linebacker core will be able to contain him. I mean, I feel good about the game, man. I feel good, and and once again, I I'm not making built in excuses of moving the goalposts. But even if we do lose, it's okay. Just oh, beat it Green is okay. Bay. Just beat Green Bay the week after.
0: Yeah, it you know <laughs> these two teams, the Bills and Chiefs, are going to be at the top of the AFC at the at the end of the year. They're, they're yes. probably going to be the two teams, the two last teams standing. So. Can you get in their heads a little bit during the season? Sure. I, I hope you
1: can do that. Uh, Give them doubt. If it doesn't work, doubt. it's probably okay. Right. Right. Give them some doubt. And if we get that number one seed, now you got to come to Buffalo. We came to your place. We, why, we keep coming to your place. This is the third time in a year that we played at your place. When are you going to come to Buffalo? It's the again, sixth time in five years the sixth time in five years. Mm-hmm. So you come to Buffalo. It's kind of like playing Madden for my Madden players, all right? How we play is, okay, I if we play, we flip a coin and see where we play at. And then if you win, the next time we play, I got to go to your place, all mm-hmm. right? Beat me in my place, you know what I'm saying? And until you beat me in my place, we're going to continue to play in Buffalo because if you only play with the Buffalo Bills on Madden, then you got to come to Buffalo and beat me. Until then, then we're gonna keep going to Buffalo. <laughs> yeah. So Kansas City has to prove that they could do that and they have it. So that's one thing that's what I really I really want Allen to get the MVP, but I really want us to get that number one seed. And the way this schedule shakes out, is right there. Only thing that can stop us is us and, and injuries, knock on wood. But just imagine keep holding. I know everybody said, Well, today he uh McDermott said in the press <clears throat> that Davis White, you know, he's day to day. And so people are like, well, do you think he could play, you know, this weekend? Nah. To tell you the truth? Yeah, because he hasn't been practicing. Right. And I'm like, do you even want him to play? We're 4 and 1 mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned. And I remember uh, Jalen got upset because he didn't see Von Miller on the field some against Baltimore. He was like, why Von Miller ain't in the game? Because he's probably going to pitch count, right? Yep. But I'm cool with that because I need him to be healthy come January. Hmm. Let Epinesa eat. Let let the young guys eat Rousseau. Epinesa. Let the young guys eat. You know. I love the when you say that. Then, but then when uh, it comes December and January, we're gonna put our dogs in. Mm-hmm. Hold off T White as long as we can, man. Hold them out. Speaking
0: of which, did you see that the Bills signed Brandon yeah. Bryant? Brandon Bryant. The Bills signed Brandon Bryant to a one-year contract today after cutting him Mm -hmm. and trying to get him back on the practice squad. you know what I think happened? I think he got an offer from another team, and the Bills said, nope, we're going to match it and put you on the active roster.
1: Yep, as well he should. Yeah, the guy's
0: been good. The Bills had an embarrassment of riches on the defensive line. Yeah, and whoever would have thought that? I know. (laughs) And they've got
1: Justin Zimmer on the practice squad, and he's a really good player. That was our guy. Yeah. That was our guy. I was so happy when we got him back. Did we we even talk about that last week? No, we didn't, really. Yes. Good job, man. Yes, I was so happy about that. I like him, man. Just think we got guys like him on our practice squad, bro.
0: (laughs) You can't keep them all. I was actually having a conversation with Matt Perino, and... This was on Twitter, and when the Bills cut Bryant, I kind of asked, is there any thought that the Bills are probably going to lose him this time around after he put a couple of really good games on paper? Exactly. And his response was, hey, that's always a possibility when your roster is this stacked. Well, they're figuring out how to keep him, and you know what? You need the cheap labor. Yeah. You need the cheap labor. You cannot have a bunch of Von Millers on the team.
1: Right. Exactly. Man. Did you see? We were talking about Chris Jones. Well, you, you didn't. You didn't see the game last night.
0: No, did but you, I did
1: see uh that penalty, and that's what I wanted to talk about. Did you see the one against? Let's talk about on Sunday. The hit on Tom Brady.
0: <sighs> I don't know why they called a penalty on that.
1: Are you freaking kidding? And then it happened last night again. Are you freaking kidding me? That and once again, man, I got the uttermost... The utmost respect for Tom Brady. I think Tom Brady is the greatest football player ever to play. But if you cannot tackle him, then we might as well be playing flag football, bro. Mm -hmm. There was nothing about that. There's nothing else the defender could have did than what he did. He didn't hit him hard. He hit him right in his stomach, in his chest area. He didn't hit him high. Didn't hit him low. He rolled him up. So he just didn't fall on him. He rolled him up, and they called roughing the passer in a pivotal. It was Jerry um, in a period, uh, pivotal point of that game mm-hmm. versus Tampa Bay in the Atlanta Falcons. That is embarrassing, and I started to tweet it out. I'm just going to talk about it now. NFL should be embarrassed, but I'm just hoping that they just extra cautious because of the tour situation. They're overcorrecting. They're overcorrecting, but they got to go back and look at this, bro, because Jones did the same thing to Carr last night, all right? It's ridiculous. This is flag football, bro. And I'm thinking, okay, well, it's Tom Brady. They don't want to hurt him. He the goat. But dude, come on. Derek Carr, bro. I'm like, no, sir. No. No. I was like, I was like, no, sir. This should not be happening. I, this is NFL, it- not flag football, bro.
0: I'm 100% with you because you have to be able to hit the quarterbacks. Now, against the Ravens, they got called for a ticky-tack roughing the passer. And I didn't so much mind, but I was at the game, so I couldn't really see it. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, there are other plays. So if if that's a penalty, why was it not a penalty when uh, Josh Allen was running with the ball and he got slammed backward and his head bounced off the turf? Saw that in person and was immediately like, "Oh no!" Right, because that had concussion written right. all over it.
1: Yeah, yeah, but and it wasn't. The, you're right, and I'm thinking, "Oh, is it because of Josh Allen's size? Is it because he's a runner? I don't know. I, it may have been know. because
0: it was a designed
1: run, right? So he's a runner, but I tell you, man, it's it's. Oh my god! I hope they look at this and look at it quick because I don't I don't like watching that. This has got to be – I mean, I know we're older. I'll be 50 next year. I grew up football in the 70s, 80s. Dudes getting their teeth knocked out. You coming across the middle and getting murdered. Like, that's what we grew up with. That's NFL is nothing like that, and I get it. You want to have player safety, and I'm all for that. But this is just a – total. when you can't make that tackle – That's where you draw the line, bro. Mm -hmm. Now, come on, man. This is not flag football. you got to be able to tackle Tom Brady. Don't hit him. Don't try to knock his head off when he's passing, but you got to be able to tackle
0: him. Agreed. Now, I have an opinion that may not be popular, and usually it's the people that have the more old-school mentality of, it's football, it's a violent game. I actually think that the game now with the changes they've made – makes for a better product. I think that allowing the receivers to run free, not hitting the quarterbacks, I honestly think that the game is more fun to watch now as a result of that. I don't love the three yards in a cloud of dust as as a philosophy when I'm a consumer of football because, let's face it, the NFL is the only sport that exists in North America where people will watch even if they don't have a rooting interest. And a lot of it has to do, in my opinion, with the changes that they've made to the rules here that make it more exciting by being a more offensive-minded game. Hmm. So you did, as a child, you didn't like all the big hits. I did. I loved it. NFL Crunch Course that I got on VHS with my Sports Illustrated subscription. <laughs> freaking loved that. I loved it. And all those dudes being like knocked unconscious on the field and it right. being celebrated. Yes. And, you know, dudes having their face masks broken and their noses busted up. Oh, yeah, that was cool. But at this point, now that I see how the game has changed, I think if you were to watch a game from 1986, and watch a game from today, you'd be like, you
1: know what? This game today is more fun. Okay, that's fair. I see your point there. Um, Because you could make the same parallel with basketball. Like in the 80s, you can hand check. Now you can't because they want more points. They want more offense in the NBA, and they want more superstars. It's all offense and really no defense. Yes, so I, I get it from that standpoint. It does probably make for a better product, more scoring and all that. But I don't know, man. As the ex athlete, man, I just look at it like this is a different game. Uh-huh. And so when I'm talking to my kids and stuff, it's always you—you you know how it is when you're older. It's always oh, in my day it was better. And I you're always right. like I'm never gonna be that guy, but I am because it's <laughs> a different because it's a different game. Like, are you able to be as tough as we was when you would come across the middle and get hit? Or you get your helmet knocked off? And once again, I'm trying to be politically correct. I don't want anyone to get hurt, right? Right. But I want you, like, a big hit, and both people get up and they slap each other. Like, cool. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, you know, one of my favorite commercials of all time is when they show uh, Troy Polamalu and uh, the running back for the Chargers back in the day.
1: Tomlinson. LaDainian Tomlinson. Tomlinson.
0: That's it. And there's this great commercial where they're lining each other up and there's this huge collision and they sort of both fall off sideways and then they hop back up and they tap each other on the helmet and run back to the huddle.
1: Right. I love that. Yeah, man. So that's why I was going to ask you my next question. I was going to ask you with your opinion was, do you like UFC? Um. I'm not
0: big into combat sports in general, but I came to begin to understand it a little better. Uh, And I can say that I do find it fascinating, though I don't sit down and watch
1: it. Okay. Well, UFC is very large right now. I don't really watch it all the time. I watch it like when it comes on, it's on. I'm not doing anything. I watch it. I'm not a big fan. But the fact that they, as brutal as they are, and I'm like, okay, now this brings me back to what it used to be. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I just I I miss it. I miss collision. And once again, I don't want anyone to get hurt. I'm not saying that. Right. But you can hit somebody and be competitive and slap each other on the head like or slap each other on the butt like, hey, good hit, good job. I miss that part of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and for the NFL to be – because I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm a youth coach. I'm a youth coach. Okay, so there's big hits out there, as long as it ain't helmet to helmet. But there's big hits out there, and that that gets people excited. As long as because you got to think, kids, they're not hitting each other so hard that they're gonna hurt each other. Well, you, you know what I'm saying. So I don't know parties. when uh,
0: when Big Jalen hits kids. <laughs> they don't get up right away they get up
1: they get up it's just the fact that he's two he's like 215 and he's hitting the kid and so it sounds off wait a minute but they get up
0: he's 215
1: yeah Jalen's 215
0: last year he was 180
1: yeah i know how old is he Jalen is 12 oh my god yeah so, I've been oh, having him in the weight room and stuff. Now, he's probably, I admit, he, and he will tell you this he's probably hes probably 15 pounds overweight. Okay. He's probably about 15. He should be probably about 200, 195, 200. But we'll get it off of him before springtime. But yeah, he had lost weight when he ran. He ran track in the spring and in the summer. He probably put on about 20. But uh-huh. we've been hitting the weight room. We're going to get back in track. So, but well. yeah. When he's bringing it, when he's bringing it, it's going to sound off, you know, but I've never seen like somebody get hurt because they got hit. Now, kids going to get hurt. I mean, ankles, arms, whatever. But I'm talking about like concussed where a kid get knocked out. You're very rarely Knock on wood. Once again, you're going to very rarely see that in sports. Right. So Why can't you do that there? But you can't you can't do it in the NFL. Well, here's the thing.
0: I don't think that you can police it in the same way in youth football because you don't have you you don't have people out on the field with the kids that have the, the same level of judgment as NFL officials. You don't have the medical personnel out there. But I will say you may not have a lot of kids getting knocked out, but damage can be done without being knocked unconscious. I just don't what I don't want is to turn this conversation. Into a discussion about CTE because that's a whole different ball right. of wax,
1: right? Right, I don't know. I just, I, and once again, even with anyone's opinion, I think we all can agree that the hit on Tom Brady under any circumstances was rough in the past. I think we all can agree on that. It was so. not roughing, no way. <laughs> that's all. So, um uh, The things we like and uh, look for, I don't know. It it could all be different, but I think we all come to an agreement on that one.
0: Absolutely. And the other side of it is we all want to see Tom Brady get hit and roughed up. (laughs) I know that's right. We, We want this. I want to see that dude have his bucket knocked off the top of his head like when Nate Clements hit him 15, 20 years ago.
1: Way to pile on the guy, man. You see the last... We didn't talk about this last week, but him and uh, Giselle are getting a divorce. Yeah, I know. I love it. This dude giggled. <laughs> <laughs> Not, I love it. Not all pain and misery. You want all bad, bad things to happen to him and only him? Yeah, he's a douche. Can't stand the guy.
0: <laughs> I hope he lives a, a very lonely life after football.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, he- d- you know... Uh, Do you think people look at gonna? I, I hope that people look at Josh Allen like that one day. I hope we win so much that people say that about Josh Allen. Like I, I hope so too. I hope so. That means we won a lot. You know, you know what? I hope more than anything.
0: <laughs> I hope more than anything that Giselle ends up with Pete Davidson now.
1: Oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> Not Pete Davidson. <laughs> that is a success story right there, boy. I tell you, he had Kim Kardashian.
0: Hmm. Have you seen that guy's resume? We did this last week, and I cut it out because it it, it was too much. But, ah, that guy. Anyway, this seems like a great time to wrap it up, doesn't it, now that we're talking about Pete
1: freaking Davidson? I know, right? <laughs> we all over the place, man. Thank you all for listening, man. Big game this week. And after a big win, you get the hey, 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 hey.